0: Well, hey, welcome back to the Chris Mueller Success Podcast. My name is Chris Mueller. Uh, What we do here in this space is we really just try to unpack all of the things that can help you be successful where you are. Now, I am coming from a background of real estate, um, I work with real estate agents to grow their businesses to whatever level they desire without giving up the lifestyle that brought them into the space in the first place. But the beautiful thing here is the the rules, the laws, the things we talk about are universal. So wherever you are, um, if you are looking to improve your situation, um, we're going to help you do that. So welcome. And uh, I'm excited today to be joined by Alan Sorrell. Alan, did I say that right? Is that how I say your last name?
1: Yeah, you said it perfect. That's not how they pronounce it in my home country of France. Uh, and I've never heard it any other way. So you did great, Chris.
0: There you go. Yeah, I I have a friend whose uh,
1: last name is La Liberty.
0: La Liberté. But no one, is there, no one ever says La Liberté. They say La Liberty. So That's um, right. Cool. Well, Alan is a team leader at uh, Keller Williams uh, in La Quinta. Um, he That's runs right. a massive, massively successful um, KW out there. But what I want to talk to Alan today about was you know, there's some unique tools uh, in the Keller Williams ecosystem because we really kind of, the secret is Keller Williams is a real estate company, but we're really more of a people development company that sells real estate. Um, and, you know, I had the opportunity to encounter Gary Keller's Quantum Leap just a little bit ago at a, a training I went to. I was so impressed by it, I sent my son, my 18-year-old, uh, to attend it uh, just a little bit ago. And Alan, you've been out uh, teaching Quantum Leap now at Market Center. So um, if you would, before we get too deep into that, just tell me a little bit about yourself, your progression. How did you end up where you are?
1: Yeah, great question, Chris. Um, so I got in the business in my early 20s. Um, I had spent about eight years uh, since I was 18 uh, coaching youth baseball. And um, I really fell in love with that, that change on someone's face when they learn something new. And uh, to teach a child, uh, you know, a skill that they can go out and then have fun with their buddies, you know, performing that skill, uh, warm my heart. And so I did that um, from the time I was 18 all the way through, um, you know, college where I played baseball, uh, and then afterwards I started running some travel ball teams, doing you know, coaching private lessons in the evenings. And I got to a point where, um, well, gosh, if I wanted to have a life worth living you know, being in a batting cage from four o'clock to nine o'clock every night during the week and being on a baseball field Saturday and Sunday wasn't going to really allow me um, to, you know, meet the person I wanted to meet, have the life that I wanted to have. And so real estate became attractive, uh, got into real estate, and then slowly sunset uh, my coaching career um, at about the age of 28.
2: Okay.
0: Wow. So that's a long time in, in that, in that, in that world man so not an easy decision to make
1: uh not at all you know i mean i i um could understand that i could reach a level of success you know through coaching um and at the same time it was uh, the time involved um and some of my other desires uh for success and, and travel uh in my life you know uh, just kind of it was time to it was time to go you know i got my ten thousand hours in I helped a lot of kids, uh, you know, become educated through their success on the sports field. Um, And uh, I had a few that even made it uh, on TV, you know, as we say, Um, uh, which was, was awesome. And uh, when that time was done, uh, I shifted my focus and my attention towards real estate and and went all in.
0: Yeah. How was that transition?
1: Uh, You know, I think that um, had I known what I know now, when I made the transition, I would have done it differently. Uh, had I been aware of the models and systems that Keller Williams teaches, um, i would have I would have attacked it in the beginning different than I did. Um, mm. You know, typically, what I've found in real estate is people learn from the most experienced person that's closest to them at the first office they start at. Right. And uh, you know if if that suit doesn't fit you, um, you know how successful could you be? And right. uh, fortunately, I align myself with a great team. And, um, I, you know, paid for that knowledge on a 50% split for the first five years in the business. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then I was exposed to Keller Williams and, and the world that I live in now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I love what you said that about, you know, cause I think that is, it's, it's sort of haphazard, um, the way people develop skills and it's not just real estate, but it's a lot of things, right? It just happens to be who you're exposed to. And if it clicks, it clicks. And the idea that, no, there are models, right? There are, there's actually systems. There's things that you can do. um, That just misses a lot of people. And I think it costs a lot of people success.
1: Well, it does. And I think that, you know, the reason that we all got into this business, at least for myself, was um, I wanted to do it my way when I wanted to do it and how I wanted to do it. And what I've realized now is, you know, the the most successful people um that I'm watching out in the field produce 80% of what they do is exactly the same. Yeah. Then they then they sprinkle on top of it, you know, the 20% of their uniqueness, their brand, you know, their personality. Yeah. And that that attracts a certain type of client. Um and what I see is is most of the time we get in this business and we flip it on its head, we we start with the creativity and that creates an instability as you move forward in the business.
0: Yeah. You know, it's interesting. I, so I have a son who's playing uh, fourth grade basketball right now. And it is, it's hard to watch um, because you can sure. tell that these kids watch the Golden State Warriors and they're trying to be the Golden State Warriors. Right. Um, but you have to have a level of comfortability with the fundamentals. Right. You've got to be able to do the fundamentals and understand the game at such a high level to be able to do that. Um, and that's how most people approach their real estate career, right? They're like, they're like uh, people who learn to play scales on the piano and now they want to play jazz and that you just can't do that. You cannot play jazz until you've mastered the fundamentals, right? You can't yeah. improvise. Or they
1: just try to play jazz right out, right out the gate.
0: Oh yeah. Right? Oh, absolutely. It yeah. sounds like my kids up on the piano, just, dang, dang, dang,
1: dang, dang, you know, Exactly.
0: and then they go, I don't know why no one's listening. Right. That's, um, that's right. That's exactly yeah. it. So yeah, I, I love that. So it's funny because I've I've talked to other people in the real estate space who came from a, a strong um, athletics background, and there's a certain there's a certain grit you learn in athletics, right? You learn that the burn gets you stronger, right?
1: One hundred percent. And you know what I've realized is uh, what I learned through athletics is directly applicable to life. Um, you know what I the way I'm seeing life right now is that. Uh, it is absolutely 100% an individual sport, and my success or failure is completely determined on my activities and the way that I show up every day. However, it helps if you're on a really good team.
0: Yeah, well, it's sort of the Kobe Bryant mindset, right? And and you're a baseball guy. I was more basketball, so I apologize. Sure,
1: I've, I've got no, I have no baseball. I'm well, me a few inches, so <laughs> yeah, it makes sense.
0: Yeah, but I mean. Uh, Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan, these players, right? They're the work ethic, the day in, the day out, just just grinding it, right? Um, yeah. But then plugging into a team, right? right? And and my level, my
1: work ethic
0: is what's going to lift other people up, right? Uh, That's
1: right. So- and, and, and Chris, and I don't mean to interrupt you, but it's kind yeah. of the analogy that I found most uh, relatable to everybody is the analogy of uh, somebody going through karate, right? Um, We would all agree that a white belt and a black belt do exactly the same thing right but it's the level in which they're doing it kobe bryant shoots a free throw just like your son in fourth grade shoots free throws every day
2: Mm -hmm. right
1: But the level that they're doing it at uh, the attention to detail the consistency they've developed over time you know that gets you to that pro level or black belt level in whatever skill it is and and how could we expect to come into an industry and be a black belt immediately? Right. And what I've seen is that most agents um, and, and business owners, because we're all business owners as agents, you know, they want to they want to do the the black belt thing um, before they they learn the basic moves and they learn to hit it every day. Right. You know, we we, we consistently see um, you know the agents that that we all look up to. We don't see the 10 years of pain and self-development and a time on task that it took them to get where they are. Mm-hmm. We just, we, you know, and, and our society now wants to circumvent that and just get to that level. Um, the, the, the boredom, the, the mon- <coughs> excuse me, the monotony, that's really where the secret is. It's mm-hmm. hitting that same thing every day, uh, trusting the results over time.
2: Yeah,
0: no, absolutely. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's progressive overload, right? You can't get stronger unless you're pushing past where your strength is, and so, the the very best know that, and they come in and they apply and they get the reps, right? Yep. You know, the other thing is we've we've created a culture where no one's allowed to be uncomfortable anymore, right?
1: Sure, and, sure. Oh, and, there's definitely a lot of that, or we yeah. want to we want to you know get the easy button and not go through that pain. Yeah. Um, and uh, and I'm actually finding uh, a lot of excitement in that for me personally. Uh, because i'm I'm willing to go through that pain, um, you know I show up every day i 've done it now for fifteen years, and where I am now versus where I was fifteen years ago is just a, it's just a chasm of growth right um, and uh i've seen a lot of people Icarus you know in this business. Mm-hmm. They got started, they got going really good, they hit the sun, and they got burnt out or they lacked systems or the market changed. And now they're left you know without you know something underneath them uh to to keep that business consistent yeah. uh, so if someone else is not willing to do it and and I have the awareness that that's what it takes, I'm just going to keep doing that one little thing every day that makes the biggest difference
0: yeah, I love it hey, this is a great segue too into talking about quantum leap because i mean that's that's it right i mean i I love uh Gary keller's. Approach here to a life by design, um, and you know when when most people hear the phrase quantum leap, and you know they think oh this huge massive thing, but that's not it, is it?
1: No, that's not it at all. Um, if we understand the definition of the word quantum, we would understand that it's actually a very small measurement. And leap is another word for leap would be step. So what quantum leap is all about is really the small steps that somebody would take on a consistent basis in pursuit of whatever goal they have. Uh Quantum Leap is not a business success program. It's not a real estate success program. It is a life success program. And uh what we found in uh you know studying and what Gary put together and and in my studying of the material, um it would be directly applicable to anybody seeking success in their life.
0: Mhm. Yeah, I love that. You know, um It's funny. I was just talking to an agent about this, one of the agents I'm consulting with, and he just got himself stuck, right? And so we had a business consult the other day and I said, well, hey man, we can do a business consult or we can do a ministry conversation. What do you need right now? And he was like, ministry conversation. Because I think we forget like, um, or, you know, okay, my perspective, I'm not a physical being. I'm not a spiritual being. I'm a physical, spiritual being. And if one is out of step, then it's going to shut me down. Right? If That's I'm right. physically out of step, I'm physically out of shape. Then my spiritual reality is going to be terrible. If my spiritual reality is not good, then my physical reality is probably going to be terrible. So I got to focus on both, and I love it because yeah. quantum leap really, you know, that idea. So give me some broad strokes. What what does this look like?
1: Um, well, I mean, I think what Gary's found, and 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 Gary would say this himself. Uh, I believe he's on the call. Um, you know, he has always looked for uh, success in his life, and. He came across this idea of what a model is very early on,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and you know, if we define a model as um, a series of steps that, if followed, will produce predictable results, regardless of who you are, where you are, how you grew up, uh, where you want to go, even. Um, but there is a model for it, and so he really dove into the models around real estate first. Mm-hmm. And what he discovered was is that. Uh, that wasn't going to allow him to reach his goal of helping others achieve uh, a life worth living. And so he started to study himself and success principles from a bunch of different areas. And, and what he actually put together in Quantum Leap is the models for success around all areas of life. And that's what Quantum Leap's all about.
0: Yeah. I love it. You know, you say models and it sounds so like, oh, the model and it sounds so, but, but a diet is a model.
1: Yeah. No, yeah. yeah. Let's keep it simple. I mean, yeah. less calories in more activity out, you know, weight comes down yeah. uh, more calories in less activity out. Weight goes up. Right. Uh, so it's, it, that's a model. That's yeah. a model.
0: It's not complicated. A model, you know, it's a diet, a workout plan is a model. I mean, these are all, you know, we do models all the time. We just don't think about it. And And let's face it. Most of us, Are following a model that we got from our parents who are following a model they got from their parents for better or for worse and sometimes both right um are all following
1: models already well and that's one of the things that quantum leap really kind of it kind of hit me in the middle of the forehead right kind of dotted me between the eyes and uh, the first concept we go over is this amazing ability we have as humans for choice Mm -hmm. we have the ability to choose And oftentimes, we don't take complete responsibility of where we are and the results we're getting from the choices we've made. Yeah. So that's number one. It's like, hey, it's your choice. It's up to you, and the results you get are based off of what you do in those individual moments.
0: Yeah, and you know what? But that is um, that is almost uh, a countercultural concept right now, right? That you have. One hundred percent. Agency. Like we've taken, no wonder people are depressed on a greater scale than ever before, right? Because we've taken agency away from people. We've told them that you are just a victim of your circumstances. So here's the thing, get on some antidepressants, right?
1: Yeah. Which, yeah. You know, let's medicate that.
0: Yeah. and that. Hey, that there's a purpose and a place for that. But for most people, just giving them a sense of agency would have a huge impact. Like I can make changes to affect the reality I'm living in. You
2: know.
1: yeah and, and along those lines, Chris, uh there was somebody that asked me a question once that that has been in my head now uh around my decision making and uh, around things that occur in life and and what the question was is uh when when life shows up, is it happening to you or is it happening for you mm-hmm. right We have that negative experience, you know we could choose to look at it as. Why did this happen for me? Yeah. And, and that, t- that allows you to take ownership of the, the situation you're sitting in and, and gain some control. If, if we always think, and I think we're being taught, oh, I'm sorry that happened to you. Mm-hmm. right? And, and, and that puts you in that victim mode. You're victimized by your circumstance instead of you're accountable for them. Yeah. And, you, and, and a purpose in life is to kind of look inward and go, how am I showing up to create that reality?
0: Yeah. Hey man, very personal experience with that. You know, my, my seven year old just wrapped up cancer treatment, right?
2: Yeah. And the
0: way we found out about it was he got a lump on his neck and you could look and you could curse the lump or you could say, listen, that was a gift. We got an insight into his body that we didn't get. Nobody, people don't always get that. Right. So this was not something that happened to us. This was for us. This allowed us to get ahead of it. Right. And that perspective, it just is going to change the way we go through the whole thing, you know? That's right. Um, That's right. yeah, I had a conversation with someone yesterday. Uh, he's got a weird thing on his hand. It turns out there's a little aneurysm there. So they're doing an MRI on his whole body. They just found a blood clot. And I was wow. talking with them. I said, if they find anything, then that w- weird thing on your hand was a gift. Right. That's right. Because it That's just, right. you know, and, and they did so, you know, bless the thing, you know, absolutely. Yeah.
1: yeah. And it's so funny because you know, some of the most, um, some of my best friends and the people that I enjoy hanging out with the most came from a very hard background. Mm -hmm. Uh, they were born in circumstance that, uh, I don't know how I would have, uh, come out of, right. Um, they're, they're some of the most interesting people that I know. And because of their ability to, to own their circumstance and be accountable to their decisions, uh, they, they hardened themselves around this whole, like agency, the the word that you used, Mm -hmm. they got hard, they got hard around that. And they they made a choice to take responsibility for their own life. And they chose different. And they they kind of broke that cycle of living the life their parents lived, living the life their grandparents lived, you know, over and over. They said, No, I'm going to be different. And uh, I love people like that, because they got so hardened around those decisions.
0: Yeah absolutely you know i i can i can influence my outcomes so um you know one of the things i i'd love to do is i would love to to just get like okay so you're teaching quantum leap and i I have the opportunity to to go to this what what is that i I show up what's the progression of the day i mean you don't have to give me the whole course but like give me broad strokes
1: yeah no i'll give you broad strokes and and maybe we'll dive a little deeper um I think that, uh, you know, first we set the stage um, and we allow people or invite people to, to completely take the content personally and go inward. It's not, uh, it's not about judgment of other people. It doesn't matter who else is in the room or what else they're doing. You know, you have to be present in this internal conversation with yourself. And then we allow people to share kind of what's going on because we understand that if, if somebody in the room is feeling something or has an idea, chances are there's other people that are having those feelings and having those ideas, uh, which creates a beautiful conversation, allows for us to all understand um, that we all have a voice inside our head. Um, It's not always positive and telling you how awesome you are. Mm -hmm. And uh, the closer that we can get in relationship with that inner voice, um, the the more continuity we'll have in our life. Like you mentioned, you're aligning our, our physical life and our spiritual life and getting those really close in alignment. Uh, is a super powerful thing. Yeah. Uh, then we move on to this ability for choice. Um, we go into, uh, and, and this is a, a, a wonderful concept that comes out in the material. Um, everybody has a certain filter in which they view the world. Mm-hmm. And that filter is a mix of your mission in life, your values that you hold, the beliefs that you have on what is true and what's not true. And the perspective in which you choose to look at everything, like we just talked about, you know, is it happening to you or for you? That's now a new perspective for me. right? Um, and that, that lens allows me to see the things that I need to see in order to get the thing that I want to get, which is my life's mission.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you
0: know? it's powerful because if you don't know that, if you don't realize I have this filter, then you can have massive blind
1: spots, right? Sure. Well, what ends up happening, right, is we kind of move into this this concept of uh, knowing, doing, and having. And there's a realization there. Like, I can't know everything. It's not possible. I can't do everything. And Mm -hmm. I can't have everything. But if I get really clear on what I want, then... I'm only, my brain is only going to find the things that align with those choices.
2: Mm-hmm. See,
1: what Quantum Leap allows us to do is it allows us to, to put a, up put a, a, a framework around what we're driving towards so that we have the ability to recognize when something shows up that you should be saying no to. Right? We get distracted in life by all these things that we could say yes to.
2: Mm -hmm. But when you know
1: what you're driving towards, it's very easy to filter out the things that you're like, well, no, that's not in alignment with who I am and where I'm going and what I want in life. So I can say no to it and I can be okay with that no.
0: Yeah. That's hard. You know, we it
1: is hard unless we have this predetermined filter of what we believe in and what we want.
0: Yeah. You know, in the social media age, everything is FOMO, right? Oh, yeah. Um, and, oh. and this is directly counter to fear of missing out. It's the I'm not missing out. I'm living towards my purpose. Right. Yes.
1: and What it also allows you to do, Chris, and this is super powerful, is it allows you to be grateful and appreciate other people's mission instead of instead of being worried that I'm not that good or I'm not. I should go do that, too. It's like, no, I'm so happy you're living your best life, I know what my best life looks like for me, and I'm living that and I'm working towards that end yeah. um it really allows you to to be uh like i said appreciative of other people and uh remove judgment you know from myself and and judgment of other people because hey man, go do you uh I am taking ownership of what what it is to do me and and I'm working towards that so uh, there's kind of that secondary thing that happens when, when you get really clear on who you are and uh, and you're okay with it. Mm-hmm. Um, it allows you to appreciate other people's uh, mission in life and, and even participate in supporting it.
0: Yeah. You know, it, I think it's Tony Robbins um, talks about how so much of our stress or misery uh, or just angst is because we're looking at other people and they're not doing it the way we would.
1: Yep. Right? Compa- comparison is the thief of joy. Absolutely.
0: And it's, it's not to say that I have no compassion or, or I don't love other people. It's not to say that I can't speak into the lives of the people who are close to me, but it is to say, I'm going to move from my purpose. I'm going to move towards what I am. I'm going to acknowledge everybody else is probably doing the best they can. And they've got, I mean, this is one thing I say in my family all the time. Everybody's got blind spots, right? And so when we run into these contradictions in other people, it can be really jarring. Like, how come they could do that? But then the next hand they do that, and you go, "Yeah, everybody has blind spots, and they're That's still a exactly great right. person. They're still a wonderful person, but this is their blind spot. So don't be hurt by it, right?"
1: Yeah, I, I was I was listening to a podcast, um, and I think it was a Lex Friedman podcast. He had uh, one of Elon Musk's friends on uh, a couple of weeks ago, and I, the saying that he said was, "You know, um, evil, uh, good, and evil. The line of this is what it was." the line of good and evil runs through the heart of every man. Yeah. Right. And, and what he's meaning by that is, is like not everybody's totally good and not everybody's totally bad. Um, and we all have a tendency to make good and bad choices. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what quantum leap does is it identifies some models around how to make those great decisions. Uh, it implores you to be okay with the things that you want and the way you want, regardless of, what anybody else would think about it. Um, and it empowers you to go out and get that thing. And, and it's really the pursuit of a goal is the fun part. Okay. It's, it's also the challenging part. Um, but th- there's there's something that we get along the way. The person that we become along the way, That that's, that's what it's all about, right? That's what our life's journey is. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether it's in business or it's our spiritual life, it's our physical health, um, it's how many zeros are in the bank account. Um, it's the clarity around what the goal is and the pursuit of it um, that that makes it a lot of fun.
0: Okay. So what's the concrete work? If I'm in there, so we've talked about, you know, it's not about judgment, it's about your experience or some sharing. You've talked about that idea of agency and choice. Everybody's operating from their filter, right? But what are some of the concrete things that people are going to confront or challenge or walk out with?
1: Yeah. And that's the beautiful part is it's a choose your own adventure. Okay. Right. Um, it, 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 there, I don't know the answer and I'm, and as an, an, you know, a certified instructor to teach the course, um, my job is not to provide you that answer. My job is to provide you the way in which you can achieve whatever it is you want. And, uh, you know, I was so fortunate the last time that we taught the class I had about five people that weren't in real estate in the class and they all were pursuing different goals that they had in life that were different than some of the real estate agents in the room. And in, in surveying them after, you know, I discovered that they got out of it what they wanted to and they got clarity around some of the things that they have been struggling with inside of them and not really under knowing the tools.
2: Uh, mm-hmm. The thing that
1: you will leave if if you want to put a concrete thing in there. Um, you're going to leave with the tools to build the life that you want to build. I don't know what that is, and I'm not here to dictate that to anybody. Um, what I'm here to do as the instructor of Quantum Leap is just to share what the tools are that can be applicable with any goal.
2: Wow, cool.
0: So um, let me ask. So, so, one of the things I've always struggled with, but you know, you always start with like, what's your big why? Yeah. I, I have no idea. Right. Or what motivates you? What gets you up in the morning? Sure. The alarm clock, right? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, getting clarity around that, it can sometimes be a little challenging. So what if you, you ask somebody, what is it you're trying to achieve? And they say, I don't even know.
1: I love it. Yeah. I love it. And and what's, what I found is that my big why, right. Um, has changed and, and developed over time and, and I'm, an, I'm now okay with it. See, what we think is uh as we start to put models in our life and follow systems and, and do the 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 repetitive tasks every day, um, we expect to be a black belt right along the way. Mm-hmm. And what I highlight in Quantum Leap is, well, let's just get started. Maybe it's a goal for the week, maybe it's one for the month. Maybe it doesn't have to be a five year goal that ends up with you, you know, owning 10 rental properties and and buying a house in Tahiti. Um we we probably aren't going to be good at setting goals and good at having internal conversations with ourselves at the beginning. The the point is, uh, those things work, and you should start, right. Uh-huh. And once you start, you should keep going. And along the way, and and I think you can probably relate to this. Um, the, the big why will change, or the focus around it will sharpen, right. And 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 that's that's the mission of Quantum Leap. That's what the content is trying to share with you is let's get started and let's work towards mastery. Um, not expecting mastery right off the bat.
0: Okay. So what are, um, so, uh, more like exercises, like what are some of the activities or exercises that are going to help people towards that clarity as they are going through a class?
1: Yeah. I mean, I, 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 love that. Um, and I've had an experience over the last six weeks with one individual that, Uh, is not a real estate agent that has asked me to to mentor them. And one of the first things that we did was, you know, I I had to get to know her a little bit. And then I prompted her with questions to try to find out where she wanted to go. And then we instituted some tools. And one of the tools was uh, what we call a GPS, right? And that is a, a goal for the year some priorities to meet that goal, and then some strategies around each one of those priorities. And I tasked her with developing one, and it took us three weeks to get that clear, because like I just said, she wasn't good at it in the beginning because she'd never done it. Mm -hmm. And and through those three weeks, each time she'd come in and go, I had this revelation, right? I had this thought. Um, I see it now. Right. You were getting those comments. And and we then we memorialized that GPS. And that was what she wanted my help with achieving for that for the next 12 months. Yeah. And then I said, okay, now that we have this GPS, we're not gonna change it. And that goal is not movable. And then we instituted what we call a 411. Mm -hmm. Right? A 411 is a weekly plan to achieve the goals established in the GPS. And so what what ends up happening with that 411 is she gets it down to three to five absolute have to do things that week. And then we start the process of quantum leap, where we make one step each week in a few different areas to make sure that we're on track to meet that yearly goal. And Chris, what I've found in those two tools is clarity, uh, focus, and a lot of energy around it. Um, now we're about six weeks in, and she's already at about a quarter of the way to her yearly goal in less than a quarter of the year. And the aha she shared with me, as a matter of fact, this morning, because we had our meeting, she's like, I've never been as productive as I have been in the last six weeks and I have way more free time than I've ever had. Yeah. And that shows me the power in those two particular tools and, and the discipline that she's exhibited around the intentions she has for the year. Yeah. Um, it, it just, it just put jet fuel in her tank. And, and now she's driving in one direction because most of the time she's like, I, I get people asking me stuff all the time. And I just say no, because it doesn't align with what I need to do in order to get where I want to be. Um, mm-hmm. It's been fun. It's been yeah. fun to watch that happen.
0: I love it because, you know, I'm, I remember when I was in my early 20s, you know, if all you, oh, write your goals down, you know, if you write your sure. goals down, you're more likely to achieve them, write them down, put them up on the wall. And so I wrote these lofty goals. I put them on the wall. <laughs> right. I mean, because yeah. it, it, it's, we all have this, I think we, we probably have an idea of where we want to go, but we don't get there because it's too big. And so breaking that down and saying, okay, yeah, you can get there. The way you get to be a concert you know, electric guitarist is you just play for this many, this is every day, you play for this period of time and you just right. do it every day, right? And it's that compounding interest of little things. Um, and I, I love this because you know I, I started this saying, which I'm coming from a real estate place, but this applies to everybody, right? Okay. And the GPS, the 411, these are tools we use at Keller Williams to help real estate agents plan their life by design. But it doesn't matter if you're trying to be trying to open a liquor store or you're trying to build a real estate career or you're trying to become a professional athlete, right? Like it's 100%. the same, the same things apply. Yeah.
1: Yeah, absolutely. We're talking about success. We're not talking about real estate sales success. Right? Yeah. And, and if I could kind of dot the I on what you're saying, um, or, or maybe it's even add to it, uh, there's a secret sauce for life success. And I'm going to say a word that a lot of people don't like to hear, um, but, but that is accountability. What's helped, what's helped Crystal, is a person I'm talking about, what's helped her so much is that she knows every single week on Friday morning at 8 a.m., she's going to sit down in front of me and I'm going to look at her 411 and I'm going to hold the mirror up in front of her without judgment. It's not a punitive thing. It's a powerful thing. Um, And I'm going to hold up that 411 and go, did you get where you wanted to go? The answer is yes or no. And based off her answer, okay, now what opportunities do you have? Either you did it or you didn't. What can we do now? And do you know how to do that? And I will consult with her to get her back on track. But having that accountability relationship in your life around your goals, it, it just like I said, it's the secret sauce. Mm-hmm. So it is it is the fact that she developed a GPS, that's helpful. And it is the fact that she did a 411 and that's helpful. But to have a relationship with somebody that cares about her re- reaching her goals and helps her along the way that she has to show up for, it it she's like, she told me the other day, she's like, I keep hearing you in my head. Cause she knows I'm gonna ask her. And she's asked me to ask her. And that has provided her, like I said, that jet fuel um where she's been incredibly productive.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it's it's common sense, right? Like if I sign up for a trainer, I'm probably going to show up and I'm going to do the work, right? Um, right? You know that. Why do people do Weight Watchers, right? Because right. they've got accountability built in. It's a model, right? If we yeah, go back, that's to-
1: what I'm saying. It is a model, and accountability is part of every successful person's model. Yeah, um, it's also the one thing that that we look at and we go, okay. I'll do everything else, but I don't need that, mm-hmm. right? I I'll hold myself accountable, right? And what we what we need to understand as humans, right? Um, yeah, by yourself, it, it doesn't work because we judge other people on their actions, but we judge ourselves on our intentions. Mm-hmm. And, and Chris, I've been I've been trying to get up at five thirty a.m. to work out for nine months right now. Yeah but you're the first person that I've told that to
0: okay yeah
1: that's been an internal right conversation with myself my intentions have been to work get up at 5:30 and work out and every day that I wake up at 7 without working out right or I hit the snooze alarm or turn it off and I don't get up till 7 I wake up not feeling great about my intentions but I also know that no one else noticed that so I can go ahead and work through my day um, and no one is going to judge me. Right. Um, but if I would, like I just did tell you that I wanted to get up at five 30 and, and you checked in with me at the end of the week and said, Hey, Hey, Alan, how many times did you do that? And I knew you were going to call me and you were going to ask me that question. I guarantee I would get up more days than I wouldn't because of just that simple accountability.
0: All right. Note to self. All right.
1: Uh, <laughs> there you
0: go. Yeah. Write that
1: down. No, Gosh, man. Uh, i start it.
0: <laughs> it's true though, right? Um you know it's that's, it's,
1: a, that's very true, Chris. It's yeah. very, very true. Accountability is critical.
0: But I think finding that person who um who's gonna lift you up is important too, right? you yes. You gotta find someone you can be in a trusting, a trusting relationship with because yes. you know, you, the person who's gonna tear you down isn't gonna help, right? And everybody's different, right? Everybody's that's different. Right. But um, you know, that that's really important. All right, let me give you a hack. Uh are you are uh, when you go to sleep at night, are your blinds open or closed? Uh they're open. Okay, so you're getting full light in the room? Oh yeah. All
1: right. And and yes. Okay. And this is coming from somebody like I, I well, did I, I'm six years waking up. Yeah. Well, it's- I did I did six years of CrossFit. I was I, I did it at 5 a.m. Yeah. You know, and uh then I built that habit. And as quickly as I built it, um, I had you know life show up. I got in a, an accident that changed my ability to be physical, mm-hmm. um, and then I grew the habit of hitting the snooze alarm and waking up at seven. Yep. Um, and, and so yeah, that's a great hack, though. Um, well, and- it's
0: the reason I bring it up is I'm waking up at five thirty every morning now, and I'm not trying. It's just like, what is going on? Oh yeah, the sun's up. Okay. Yeah. You know, so,
1: and, and I think, and I think, if you uh, if you looked back at it, um, there was probably somewhere along the way where you stated your intention out loud to wake up at five thirty.
2: Oh, yeah. To oh, so, yeah. to someone
1: else, and yeah. just the mere the mere fact of taking that internal conversation and sharing it outward creates a, a, the beginnings of what accountability is.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. cool. Well, Alan. Okay. So what, what else? I mean, uh, we're, we're crossed over. I was going to try to keep this 30 minutes. We're about 39 minutes right now, which is, which I is think fun. it's
1: been a beautiful I conversation. I hadn't noticed. So. Oh
0: yeah, man. No, I, that's, well, that's my gift. Um, I can, I can just <laughs> destroy your time. Uh, so, <laughs>
1: <laughs> no man. So you must've learned that from your kids.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> totally. Uh, it's just, you know, just, uh, it all goes by when you're having fun, but you know, so, yeah. um, I, I, you know, I love that we offer this. I love that you're teaching this. Um, you know, like I said, I, I encountered this with Gary Keller at uh, mega leadership a couple months ago, and there were some just so simple things, you know, that, and you just a little aside, you know, he said something about, um, you know, if you want to go do things, get reservations, you know, buy tickets. Cause then you have to go. And I came back and I was like, all right, honey, we've been saying we're going to go out on a regular basis and we don't. So now we're going to give ourselves a, we have to. You know. Yes. Uh, and it was such a simple little tweak, right? A little thing, right? Um, but if my priority is that I want us to be stronger every year, then these little steps, you know, committing to those little steps makes a huge difference, right? And um, you know, all of those things. So, what's my purpose? What's my goal? And what I, lo- you know, the GPS, your goal, uh, your priorities, and your strategies, right? And it, you know, it can be business, but it can also be marriage. It can be relationship with kids. It can be whatever. It all applies.
1: And I, and I think that um, you know, oftentimes, or, or, and I'll just talk from my personal experience, is I thought that to have something, I had to not have something else. Uh, to have a good, uh, successful business life, I had to put family second. To have a you know, successful career, I had to put personal relationships second. And what Quantum Leap allows you to do is to organize your your thoughts and your goals around all those areas, and then your brain will figure out how to have it all, you know. Um, And I I love the fact that you and your wife are now um, reserved for a date night.
0: Yeah, yeah. I paid money. I'm not. That's right.
1: Yeah, exactly. You're going to show up for that, Mm -hmm. and at the same time, in doing that, it's allowed you to be more efficient at work. It's allowed you to. you know, make better choices throughout the day, because, you know, Wednesday night, whenever that is at five o'clock, I'm a pumpkin and I'm with my wife. Right. And quantum leap um, really helps people uh, understand that that's okay. Um, and and be daring enough to to make it a goal because their heart is telling them that it's important.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, hey, Alan, before I uh, stop recording the podcast, any final thoughts, anything you you say, well, I can't I can't hang up without saying this.
1: Uh, I think we hit most of it. Um, and hopefully from our conversation, uh, somebody out there listening, you know, has a little spark and I'd like to know more about what that all is. Uh, I'm, I'm teaching Quantum Leap. Um, in the Coachella Valley, at the California Desert Association of Realtors office, um, on July twenty seventh, awesome. and we're doing that. We're doing that from nine to three. Um, it's hundred percent free, and anybody uh, can attend. Uh, I think it'd be great. Uh, we have a lot of our agents here that are bringing other business owners, uh, and they're also bringing young adults. And I think this content would be life changing for those people that are 16 to 25 years old that are still trying to really figure out what life should be for them and and what they wanna do. Um, And I would invite you all to come out and and join us for that day. Uh, The last thing I'll say, Chris, is the only reason I'm teaching the class is so that I can better learn and understand the material. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, it's it's not about me. Uh, It's really about the content and uh, walking through you know, this process of understanding some models around success for life. So uh, yeah, yeah. Other, other than that, I don't have anything.
0: All right, give me those dates and location one more time for the people like me who have no short attention
1: span. There you go, it's 27th of July. Okay. California Desert Association of Realtors office off of Monterey Avenue in Palm Desert. We're doing it from nine o'clock to three o'clock, free admission, um, bring your friends.
0: I love it. So if you are listening to this podcast, here in the greater Southern California
1: area, you'd like
0: to take that time to work on your life, a life by design to make a day of it, man. Go out to Palm Desert, uh, bring your spouse, your significant other, go out. You guys can come up with that plan. And then uh, you can maybe enjoy an evening out in one of the most beautiful places on earth. It's a little warm this time of year, but that means the rates are cheaper. So, you know, go for it. That's exactly
1: um, right. That's exactly right.
0: All right. Well, Alan, thanks a lot, man. I, I hope to have you back on the podcast. Um, and I really appreciate the time. I, I living the life of a, a team leader in Keller Williams, know it's a busy, it's a busy life, and your time is incredibly valuable. So, thanks for sharing it. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on.
2: Music by BenSound.com.